This is Digital Marketing Fastlane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Voy Media, here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Hey everybody, it's another episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane. Today, Eric and I are gonna be talking about the 2020 election. This is election, it's coming up soon. Again, this is just for uh, showing some of the campaigns that both parties are showing. Um, this is not like any sort of political endorsement. So, you know, we just wanna really show kind of the tactics and techniques that candidates are doing and what we think about it as from a marketing perspective. Eric? Yeah, it's great to be here. Another podcast episode. And yeah, this is an interesting one. And it is noteworthy that I don't know what time you're watching this, but um, this is about late August for mm -hmm. the election season. I know some election cycles, you know, they might have different call to actions or campaign objectives at different parts of the cycle. It could be completely different by the time you watch this, especially when you see um, what they're doing. But yeah, basically working at the 2020 election, this is like the Super Bowl of direct response marketing in a way, because, you know, it is a very clear call to action and there's very high stakes call to action. And, you know, last election, there was a lot of Facebook ads and stuff, but I was very impressed by both sides. You know, as you see their Facebook ads library and their funnels and their creatives, I'm very impressed. There's a very serious direct response approach yep. throughout the entire funnel uh, for both sides, both candidates. So we're going to go through that. And we'll go through the ads library real quick to explain what we mean, but it's owned traffic versus paid traffic. So paid traffic, you might understand a little better. It's literally just Facebook ads. Um, if you look at both their ads libraries, they spent, you know, $42 million since May. Um, this one spent $69 million. And that's money they're paying to acquire traffic to their websites. Whereas owned traffic is things like email, yeah. SMS, things like that, messenger lists. So that's what we want to talk about. And real quick, as you just go down each of them, um, they all have call to actions, uh, add your name. They have things like uh, RSVP now. I guess this is to get tickets, but there are a lot of different call to actions, you know, text to vote, text vote to this 88802. They're doing these things, not just to make an impression, but to get your data, to get your email and your phone number so they can send you owned traffic. They can, you know, SMS and email market to you. And then here, just a quick mention here is this own traffic versus paid traffic, essentially, you know, Facebook ads, what we're talking about right now is so key here because kind of what we were talking about before earlier, where own traffic in this sort of space, such as political, you can't be too aggressive with what you're saying on a platform like Facebook, because then they'll kick you out, right? This mm -hmm. goes with any sort of industry as well that's really aggressive, such as internet marketing space, biz op space. You really, on the paid traffic with these sort of businesses and brands, you really think about what is like a white hat way or sort of PG way of getting people to come to you. Because once you own them in like an email or SMS campaign, your marketing is now anything you want to say there is no overlord watching you or saying, Hey, you can't say that word or that word triggers some sort of warning, right? Yeah. Email address. Like you can literally say whatever you want in that email campaign. You can use whatever images you want that could be potentially copyrighted, right? For, for example, on Facebook, you can't use images of random people. 
they could be like, Hey, look, this is not approved by Facebook. Well, when you send an email marketing message, like who's going to watch that? No one. So that's why in some niches, this is so important to really be collecting all this data in a way that's PG or what, what people call it white hat. That way you can sort of use your sort of black hats, like gray hat techniques with your other traffic sources. Yeah, that's definitely a huge benefit. And then just kind of going down like some pros and cons own traffic. Again, it's also free. Like you're seeing what they're spending. They're spending insane money on ads. Just last seven days, they spent, you know, 6 million. They're also asking for donations. They need donations. Clearly it's not like they have infinite money. I mean, you can, but you know, it's free. You can, you know, just message as much as you want. It doesn't cost anything. It's very direct. Like Kevin said, um, direct in both the actual messaging, but also the channel. You go right to their phone, their inbox. I imagine they're likely to look there, but I guess social is that. But yeah, just like qualified. You gave someone your email address, your phone number. There's a level of qualification, level of interest and intent there. So they're much warmer in your funnel. They're more excited. Some of the cons though is this takes time to develop a big email list. And, you know, you know, you have email, these email campaigns, um, these kind of lead generation email campaigns to build email addresses or to build a list of phone numbers to send SMS marketing to that takes a lot of time. And it's also harder to scale. Like, um, if I only have a thousand people in my email list, I'm only going to get a thousand. Whereas Facebook, I add some money to my daily budget and now I'm reaching way more people there's pros and cons to each and you should be doing both by the way. Yeah. Uh, paid traffic costs a lot as you saw, like it, depending on the CPMs, especially, especially on these, you know, we're just looking at Facebook and Instagram, uh, those ads library, but you know, they're also on Snapchat. I've seen Snapchat ads for both of them. Um, I imagine they're probably also on TikTok. who knows, but they're definitely on Google and YouTube. I get their Google ads all the time. Their YouTube ads all the time for both parties. Yeah. It, it costs a lot. So, I mean, all this you're seeing here, that's just for Facebook and Instagram. They're probably just as aggressive on Google and YouTube. And yeah, I see them on, I see, I see Trump especially on YouTube all the time. I was yeah, like crazy, crazy ads. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And we're going to get into the ads too, because their differences between the ads are very clear. Just like Kevin said, it's paid traffic is way more regulated. You know, I imagine most people listening are not advertising in political spaces, but you all know, like, if you say a certain word, you'll get flagged for being political or something. So obviously you can imagine the actual political ads are pretty regulated, but yeah, in general, it's more regulated. That could be an obstacle to some businesses, especially very lucrative businesses. Like we've talked about on the show, these more gray area products, it is easier to scale and it's faster. Like I said, if you just want to reach more people, you just increase your ad spend and Facebook is now reaching more people. Whereas an email list, you have a finite number of people. With something with political, I think it's interesting that these sources like Facebook, Google, these companies know that these political people are going to spend tons of money. Mm -hmm. So it's like they've made certain tools and stuff ready for them to sort of target people. So I don't know, this is sort of like, it's regulated, but at the same time, Facebook, Google, they're clearly, ma they're clearly making stuff to help them because yeah. they know that they have so much money, right? So. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, so I don't know. That was like a random thought. So obviously, oh, yeah. yeah, some other spaces maybe I don't have that. So they might be a little bit more, but obviously let's say something like Trump or Biden, the two candidates are running right now. It's like, if they get flat, I think like I, I was reading some article, Eric, like they have like Facebook has like teams supporting them. Right. So they can get these sort of approval process quicker. Mm -hmm. So, so it's like, 
I don't know, you, they have some help. But yeah, even then, like, you can't be outrageous. Because even, like, honestly, like, if you look at some of these ads from both candidates, like, some of the stuff that's that keyword on here, like, fear, lies, like, all this stuff, like, wouldn't really fly by some companies. Some stuff, yeah. stuff, some stuff that, like, we've been, we would do for normal companies. You can't, like, specifically say these sort of keywords. But yeah, these ads are running. So it's, like, kind of interesting to see how they still let this stuff, fly, like, this sort of more aggressive stuff fly with like, some of these campaigns. Yeah, and we're gonna see examples of that, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely point those out as we're looking at them. Yeah, other advertisers would never be allowed to use this. Like mm -hmm. when I was looking at some of the ads, I was like, this is crazy for both parties, right? Yeah, also they show the opponent's face and likeness, mm -hmm. which I think is not, I'm not entirely sure what the details of that is, but. And yeah. also like some of these landing pages are like, we can go, we'll go over it more, but like they're very just like, okay, give me your information where most, Facebook would probably be like, that's not something that we would want, like directly claiming this information, right? Your email, your phone and money, right? But mm -hmm. it's probably has to be something to do with like the regulations too, that they can't like say random stuff. Yeah, that's interesting. Right. Yeah. Another thing actually real quick about the paid versus owned. And like, if you sign up for any of their email lists, you're going to see, like I signed up for both of them just for the sake of this podcast to see what they're like. And they're extremely aggressive on the email and the SMS. You see the benefits right away where, where if you are a marketer, you get their email address. You can, you have like automated, I think, drift campaigns or something that, you know, are just you, so many touch points from here between now and the actual election. There, there's a huge benefit to own the traffic. You're, you're going to see that as you join their email lists and stuff as a marketer, it's just a great exercise to do. You're going to see how, much more they ramp up and ramp up how much busier they get as the election gets closer uh it, you're going to see them a lot more in your email inbox so it, it'll be obvious what why they want your data because there's so many free marketing <laughs> touch points for them yes yeah, so now we're going to go into ad creatives and this is really where you're going to see a lot of the differences some maybe by design i don't know but um a lot of differences in how they market so a couple things just to look out for before we go into their ads libraries. We noticed Trump's ads were, the ad copy was a little, was a lot more emotional. Whereas Biden's was more of like a storytelling or direct kind of factual ad copy. Uh, another thing is, I think Biden had more issue-based angles where I didn't notice that as much about Trump's uh, ads. They were just more direct call to action for, to get the data, which was interesting. They both use fear appeals. So, and Biden uses like statistics, like, oh, we're only ahead by this much, you know, this much percent. So, you know, it's not, we still need your help. And then Trump uses fear appeals, like very emotional or they're dangerous for America or something. He says things like that. Yep. More emotional fear appeals. So I thought that was also interesting. And again, you're going to see for yourself in their ads library. They both use testimonials, which is interesting. That's a great way to build trust and stuff. And this is all about trust, the election. And they're also, I mean, this is most important just in Facebook ads and direct responses. They're testing tons of variety for both angles, uh, emotional appeals, creative styles. So you're going to yeah. see that. Oh, I wanted to get that all out of the way. So just things to look out for. Yeah. And just even something to quickly point on this testing tons. For example, if you filter Eric by like active campaigns or the library mm -hmm. for Trump ads, right? So right mm -hmm. now you see how it's like active or inactive. So if you do active, Biden has about 1,100 ads. If you look at Trump, he has about 7,400 ads. So Trump is just 
is testing like seven X more than Biden, which is number two place place, right? Which is crazy. Like if I were on Biden's team, like we would be looking at this, be like, whoa, like we just need to test tons and tons more because basically Trump is just giving himself more shots to win, right? Yeah, and that's one way to look at it. And Facebook is very transparent about this. Uh, I think they even rolled this out based on the last election. But I mean, you can see, I guess this is Trump's page. He spent 69 million so far. Biden has spent 42 million. Okay, now Trump was in the race for longer than Biden, sure. But also last seven days, Trump spent 4.4 million. Biden spent 6 million, pretty much 33% more. So Biden's spending a lot more recently. Um, so that's just interesting to note. You can just follow that. Again, this is just, if you just Google Facebook ads library, just type them in here, you'll see both candidates' ads. It's super transparent. Facebook makes it a point to be super transparent. You see also the countries all the advertisers are in. Like sometimes we'll go to a ad account and they have people from different countries. I noticed they both have just United States on here. And yeah, I get that yeah. by design. You don't have someone in Philippines or someone even in UK. Like so maybe someone like our team is super international. Yeah. They hired us, you know, you know, we, some of the best media buyers in the world are in Taiwan and Slovenia and stuff. And that can be a huge political backlash for them. If it says whatever Taiwan or probably not China, but you, you see what I mean though. So, <laughs> you, you see what I mean though? Like, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. Or if it's in Russia, you know, yeah. God forbid, you know, it would just end. It would oh God, that would be crazy. Right. That would be yeah. so bad. Whereas if you go to like, you know, if you type in any brand like Dr. Squatch, I'm yeah. pretty sure they have people in all different. Yeah. Brands. I look at that. Yeah. You, United, Columbia. And it's crazy. If you look at, look at a brand like Dr. Squatch, they have more people than the Trump campaign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was hoping to find Dr. Squatch style ads, Donald Trump just smashing something or Joe Biden, you know, kind of funny stuff like that. So that would be really cool. Yeah, we're gonna look at their ads right now. So let's look at Joe Biden's ads real quick. So right away, obviously this is just one of thousands of ads we can scroll forever, but you'll see the trends. These are the same trends you noticed last week and two weeks ago. A lot of kind of the storytelling ad copy. So basically what I, what I mean by that is, actually it's a little more emotional than I, than I remembered. So that's pretty cool. But things like just pictures, protect social security, uh, the headlines, you don't notice as much, you know, yeah. condemn Trump, things like uh, condemn is a very emotional phrase. It's not like it's a very powerful word. It's not like sign this form. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so emotionally driven. That one protect mm -hmm. social security. It's mm -hmm. showing Trump in like darkness, like evil, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really like, you think about like, what does that mean? Like darkness? Look at that one. Like Joe Biden. The, I love these split images for yeah. like any, any brand. They're so good. Like, like we've done some of these before, Eric, for like us versus them. This is literally like an us versus them. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. And the way they show Biden, you know, they might've edited a little, it makes them look better. And then, you know, they show kind of an unflattering photo of the opponent. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. an American flag in the background on the left here. So that's pretty cool. Even the one right next to it, Biden. I think it's a play on the word Biden, which is funny. Um, but yeah, and fight back. Trump is the official nominee. Fight back, donate. You know, very clear, you know, lies, fear mongering, chaos. These words like chaos. So I'm actually very impressed because even just like a couple days ago, actually these are inactive right now, but a couple days ago, I didn't notice this as much. I think if you scroll down and I'd be interested to see if the active ones are probably the ones that are getting them a better cost per result. 
uh, maybe they're just optimizing. So this is what I meant actually by, they use fear. Oh, that, that's interesting. I, li I like this ad. I like the image here, like where Trump's 48 and Biden's 49 and it's like Russia donation. Yeah. I just got tons of ideas for like other, other companies or yeah. others, like just like, like you can, you maybe say like comedians or something oh, like that. Just, uh, yeah. What a killer one would be. Yeah. I'm doing this a lot lately, like calorie counting. For yeah. Like calorie food, it's like you have 400 calories left today. You can have yeah. one piece of a Kit Kat bar or you can have yep. a giant keto meal with only one carb or whatever it is. Um, exactly. That's exactly how I'm thinking about it. Yep. Like exactly what you said. It's a great idea. It's like, look, you have, you have 300 calories left today and it's that sort of comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the emotion or the, the point, the logical point that they're putting across is the bad alternative is very yep. close. If you don't take action on my ad right now, it's very smart. That's exactly what they're doing. It's like the bad alternative is right there. You don't want that. We're so close to winning. Yeah, exactly what it is. That, it's that and, yeah. And notice how he's literally using like a stat, like 48% versus 49%. And that's really interesting because you'll see in the Trump ads, he's like, I don't know if he uses like a stat, but he uses more of like imagery that's like more emotional. There's pros and cons to each one. <laughs> yeah, because 48 and 49, it's kind of like, what does that mean? And people don't really, even if you're doing e-commerce, like we tell people like percentages are kind of annoying because no one really knows what that means. <laughs> it's true. Like, okay, 20% off. But like, how much is that? People don't, people don't know how to calculate that quickly. Like most people don't know how to do math. It's just like, it's, a, it's the craziest thing. That's why it's always easier to say like, you get 20 hours off. People know what 20 hours means because it's like a concrete number. So I don't know, maybe something like this, is, it, it's helpful or I don't know. It definitely shows how much close it is. And like, that's like a perception. Maybe there's like voters who are like, oh, oh Biden's just going to win or we have such a big lead or something. And so they're not as, there's not as much urgency. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't study politics, but that could be something that they're addressing in this ad. It's a very smart, yeah. or it's just Russia donation. It's a really good psychological tactic to uh, spur action. We can actually look at one of these videos. They've, they've been running this video a lot uh, and other variations. They have a lot of videos. Their use of video is pretty smart too. They have some testimonials. Of course, they have Joe speaking to the camera. Um, they have this one too is interesting. Of course, guys, this is a, we're looking at the ad. The there's going to be political statements all through these ads. Uh, we are simply looking at the psychological aspect, the advertising aspect from an advertising point of view. Play that video and play the next one because the next one's interesting. I, I was looking at it and I was like, and I was thinking about Trump's ads. In our first three years, we built the greatest economy in the world. We made America great again. It's Trump's, like, Trump's ads are just, like, small segments of things that yeah, they're taking. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of like a review when you just, like, take that perfect review, they do this. Yeah, yeah this, this one was interesting because it shows, like, I guess it says what they said. <laughs> yep. Why do they have like, you think it's like a risk showing him like bragging like that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say like this ad, I would do differently. I would put this segment first mm -hmm. and then say, but this is what they said. Right. Right. So it's like, Hey, look, this is how the economy is actually doing, but this mm -hmm. is what your competitors are doing versus yeah. like, because if you think about an ad, like, they're probably going to watch the first three or four seconds always 
and you don't want to risk that they don't watch the depositioning. Mm -hmm. So that's the way I would think about it. Yeah, that's true. The average video watch time on a lot of the ads we launch, at least for e-commerce, yeah, two or three seconds, you know, and then you optimize the hook from there. So it does say what they said, huge letters. Yeah. You never know like what people read and don't read. So that's interesting. And especially this, some, there's a lot they can do. So that was interesting. Yeah. Can you place the video, the one to the right of the, yeah. of this sort of Senator, I think. Hi, it's Senator Bill Nelson. I sure would appreciate it if you consider. Be like these, this isn't powerful. Play that. I sure would appreciate if you consider my friends. That's so like passive. I sure would appreciate it. Whereas for example, I saw another Trump one where, so Trump had Dana White on there basically saying like, Trump needs to win, like blah, blah, blah. It's like very hard core. Like let's try to find that one. Cause I was like, oh, yeah. cause I, I compared them. I was like, wow, like this is, Biden is so passive. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I sure where you consider. I'm like, no, like do you have to do something similar to what Trump's doing? It's an interesting one but because like, sorry, I don't know. It looks like it was only targeting Florida, this ad. So if he's a Senator in Florida and maybe he's like very, you know, highly regarded, that could go a long way. Yeah. Uh, I noticed a lot of the testimonials, like you said, Trump uses some celebrities like Dana White, the UFC guy. Uh, Trump, uh, Biden uses, I think they're like, he had some ones where he has Barack Obama in it, which is, so there's like some really, he also does a lot of like government officials and stuff. And you know, past success, obviously a past president is a great endorsement for president. Um, but yeah, this one, it's just interesting. It looks like it, um, he's not used to being on video or something. Whereas when you see the one with someone like Obama, it's like a very high production quality. And there's pros and cons to that. Um, it, maybe one could look more native for social media. Maybe it looks more personal, like he just sent you a phone message or something. You know, I think we'll scroll down real quick to the Biden, the Obama one I was talking about. It's one of these stories. Here is Joe was the last one in the room whenever I faced a big decision. So you see, like this one, it's a testimonial of, you know, probably the, you know, one of the best people you can get a testimonial from the past president, especially for your party. Mm -hmm. So it's like, a, and it's very high production quality. The subtitles are much clearer. So that's interesting how they do both testimonial styles. So they're talking about the pandemic here. They talked about the economy in the other video. They talk about obviously the Jacob Blake situation in this video. He talks about a lot of different uh, issues. I noticed in his ads where I even saw some climate change stuff in the Biden one. It's more, there's a lot more issue focus I noticed where maybe this, we'll see, we'll, as we get into this more, uh, we'll see. But yeah, I did notice he is doing a lot of different, he's approaching a lot of different uh, issues. And that's interesting, like to e-commerce or direct response marketing, like all the, you know, the different angle testing is important. Even if you just sell like t-shirts, mm -hmm. you know, you have one for how cool it makes you look. A different angle for how cool it makes you look you have a marketing angle for the cost maybe or the quality whatever it is you know testing angles is super important in marketing because who knows you can be targeting the same people let's say in whatever location you're targeting but you know in facebook's algorithm maybe your climate change ad is more important or maybe the you know income equality or whatever issue is yeah. more important I'm sure they have so many segments of the things that make people want to vote, just like any other brand or situation. Mm -hmm. I love how these like funds are named, just like the victory fund. It kind of yeah. means like you're going to win, right? 
you know what? I think that's a smart way of doing that. Yeah. But this is like what they said. It's like um, they know it's going to say paid for by. Yep. It's just like another line of copy on the screen. Yep. So they say, oh, let's make it like something that would be an ad, like Biden victory. And yeah. I think Trump even did a similar thing, like Trump make America great again committee. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. just it's Donald another, Trump. It's like another place to advertise. Yeah. Yeah. I also really like, like, I like Trump's ads here where that text bar is like so prominent. He does that everywhere. And it's like going back to what we we're saying, it's like getting the, the own media, right? You see, it's like text to vote, all mm. that stuff. Like they're really, they're using that like meme type of thing. I know what you mean. I guess we call it in the landing pages, we call it like a sticky bar. It's always yeah. on the screen, no matter how much you scroll. This is, I guess a banner, you know, it's always it's on like, the- uh, It's like when you see like Dr. Squatch has like that text on the top. Yeah. Yeah, Lumen does that too. Yeah, a lot of these brands use that top banner especially in a video where or, or an ad where people are scrolling they're going to approach it vertically this is the first thing they'll see that's like a call to action text. yeah um, it's, it's like, the most important message you want them to do or the most important benefit of your product you want to be the core first thing they see yep so that's something very interesting uh, this says watch now as you're scrolling or four more years donate now yeah. Going back to Biden real quick, though, another thing we'll talk about is funnels. We'll talk about both funnels for both candidates soon. But this is something interesting. So like we talked about, the different candidates are trying to do lead capture. So Joe's are interesting because it's share your personal story with Joe. Like you click it and you, they, you, know, you sign up your email. I'm going to get spammed. <laughs> You're going to get so signed up. Fun. I signed up for this exact one. It was really cool. Um, they get their email. I signed up for another one that gives you their phone number too. So I want to see their text messages. But yeah, my story is about whatever it is. You click this, you can tell the story. Um, that's a really interesting way to get your cat lead capturing. I kind of like this story thing. Go to that page. Oh, this one? Right. It's uh, this yeah. is a good one for brands too. Just mm -hmm. to like have it like, hey, why did you buy our product? Or what's your story? This is not like direct response per se, in a way it could be, but this isn't like a conversion, but this is more of like collecting content and ideas for your brand. Yeah, that's a right? great way to look at it. And, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, so one thing we would do, like if we were marketers, we yeah. would do with this data is we would collect all of the people's stories. We would have some giant sheet. We yeah. would like scrape it for the most common words people use. Mm -hmm. describe their story for each one and that those are the phrases and words we would use in ads so we resonate with the audience better that's something we do for like product reviews like you go on amazon there's like tools where you can scrape all ten thousand reviews find the most common words another thing is you can look for the most emotional words and those are really good to spur action and also another thing too it, it's a great way kind of we're, we're just talking even before the podcast it's a great way to tell a story in like your copy or mm -hmm. video right yeah, it's, using mm -hmm. it's exactly it's it's like you know why what messaging resonates if you get a few of these stories make that into like a video of someone talking and saying that directly and then it's yeah. like oh this resonates with me right so this yeah is really this is really smart i really like this the reason why i like it is because it's like you're, you're crowdsourcing like why they're buying it's like a review but more in depth and you're not you're not characterizing as a review mm -hmm. where it's like very like a review people expect you to say and like certain things story is more free free flowing yeah uh, it's just like the wording of it a review is free flowing but it's like review it's like okay i gotta write positive or negative where a story it's like hey just let me know what you're feeling right and yeah. feelings are very fluid 
that's a good way to look at it the feeling part of it not like the oh did you like this t-shirt or yeah i think i, I mean i got i think this could apply for you for some of the stuff we we're talking about earlier yeah so some of the products like you really want to get that <laughs> emotion and you know it's hard to find that core emotion to advertise uh you want to look look at things like customer reviews and like what mm -hmm. emotions like spurred them what's their story why they bought it why you they know. bought it? Yeah, like why? Like really, especially when everything's online now, where people like you can't have a sales rep. That's like sometimes when you go to a store, you'll kind of like will say, "Hey, I'm buying this because blah blah blah," right? Mm -hmm. And you can p pick up those random things, but online you don't really have that place besides reviews. And like we just mentioned before, reviews you expect to be positive or negative. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a really good point, and this is a really interesting call to action. And you'll see how it differs from Trump campaigns. This is another interesting one. You just might get a call from Joe thanking you personally. Like that's such a cool uh, call to action, actually. I, I guess that. I to donate. I love that one. Um, it's like the chance to win always improves conversion rates. Yeah, especially like, like um, and especially look how they phrase it. So when I first saw this, I just like right now it says get a call from Joe thanking you personally, just because the way that that's the bold text here in this ad and it's like you just i got super like, excited yeah i'm like well what i can just get a call from the you know that, that would be really cool but it says of course you might just get a chance or something like that so that, that's pretty cool but yeah that's another interesting like uh benefit or hook or angle uh, you can even go into geography targeting real quick i can actually show you real quick if you're just um for the people watching like you can see where this ad is shown like a hundred percent is in Maryland. You see the ages. It's, I don't know if they're targeting specifically, but it looks like they're probably not even targeting 18 to 24 when you see it's just like 1% or 0%. Yeah. Uh, but they, maybe they know to focus on a certain age demographic. So that's really interesting. Amount spent. It's interesting. Like the amount spent on some of these campaigns, isn't that much, but I guess that's because they're running so many ads. Yeah. They're probably doing a lot of testing too, because it is still early in the, cycle i imagine this is another one i was talking about where he uses like stats and stuff like that to show that fear appeal because like national registered voters who do you expect to win 41 percent expect trump whereas 40 percent joe biden are getting oh look at this oh you're gonna love this kevin so i'm hovering over the link yeah. right i'm hovering over the link so on the bottom of my browser you see the mm -hmm. link url yep. so you see campaign id information Look in the middle. It says scary polls. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. So yeah. exactly. It's like, yeah, they know, what they're, they know what they're doing. It's like, okay. It's so is, cool. Yeah. So it's like, they know that they're trying to scare you. Something you notice too, is like these pages load pretty fast. Like, yeah, it's like kind of, kind of, kind of really, they're using like, yeah, they're, they're like, they're optimizing these pages. Yeah. You think it's by design. They put the word secure below, like, like as a, Security. They might, yeah, they might do it on purpose. We want as much trust as possible. Whereas a lot of brands we see using click funnels or these style campaigns, they don't really put things like that. So that, I thought that was interesting. But you see in the URL, it says scary polls because it's the yeah. ID or some kind of naming convention. It's just interesting. Like, you know, they're intentionally like trying to scare and using a fear appeal. Um, you want to go ahead and look at uh, Trump ads now? Yeah, let's get Trump stuff now. Yeah, and if you're watching at home, you can just like, you can look at all these ads. These are probably totally different. You see they're testing so many. But we're going to go ahead and look at the Trump ads. So should I sort by active? 
there's a lot inactive, which is interesting too, but let's sort by active. Did we sort by active on Biden? The same here. Yeah, we sorted by active. So let's look at active. Um, although there are some funny ones on the inactive, but yeah. But yeah, look at this. So this is the one you were talking about, Dana White. Let's look at this. Yeah, let's watch that one. Yeah. And for those who don't know, he's like a he's like a celebrity in the UFC, and he's a huge Trump supporter. Let's reelect President Trump. Let's figure out what the problems are and continue to find solutions to those problems. And then let's get to work. It's very hardcore. Yeah. So like really like aggressive, and even like the emotion. They use a lot of capital letters, patriot, genuine, a lot of power words, uh, things like America first. So crazy. You know, they kind of read like his tweets. You know for a fact that like, like, cause you know how he'll capitalize things like the fake news media in his tweets and like put all caps power words and stuff. And like his Twitter is extremely effective. So, you know, it's a great place to look for ad copy. Yeah, like like he's using things fake news media, lies, strong, all the like these real emotional words he's capitalizing, which is a really interesting thing. Any amount immediately. And this is interesting to have your contribution six hundred percent matched so we can crush our goal. Yeah. It's like really like six hundred percent match. That means if you give one dollar, they'll donate sixty six dollars. Donate six dollars, I guess. Well, I don't know when you're watching this, but I think the Democratic National or the, the Republican National Convention is like on is like happening these few days, right? So they're using a lot of clips from those, I noticed. It looks like let's just click this one. Earlier this year, So a lot of highlights, and, and that's something we saw in both ads. Like, they'll show highlights of their speaking in some cases, or they'll show the opponent speaking in, like, an unflattering way. Yep. Stand President Trump. Fireworks. Yeah. So this is, this is one I wanted to bring to attention. His, I, I thought it was, like, a, I, think, I thought it was weird almost. Uh, these ones. Yeah, those Ivanka ones are really weird. It's like, thank her for her thing. It's like, what? Let me actually go to inact because I saw it was so like for those of you depending when you're listening to this, this launched around like the same time as Ivanka Trump's RNC speech. Their ads were like the call to action was sign Ivanka's thank you card for a good speech. You know what it could be, honestly? It could be like because Trump is a man and Ivanka is like a woman, it could be like that sexual appeal of a woman hey, thank her, and it's like a flattering picture of her, right? And, yeah, I see. I mean, you, and you know Trump. He knows what's going on. He knows, like, Ivanka is not an ugly-looking woman. And it's like, let's target these men, right, that want to somehow – I mean, like, think about it. It's like dudes do this all the time. It's like, oh, like, maybe I'll get over there, right? Uh, imagine, imagine if you thought – imagine if you said that and then you see they are targeting only men, but, you know, they're targeting both. But I see yeah. – I know what you mean. It's like, like that emotion of, oh, shit, like, this – good looking girl woman right i'm not saying she is but like she's not ugly um but it's it's like that core emotion so it's like again they know what's going on um whereas like hey thank trump yeah trump's like what 70 year old dude like it, it, they're, they're trying to hit different segments right that's remember going back to what i said before the creative really dictates the audience and if you want to hit a different segment show a different person right 
I'm also wondering, maybe they have some kind of polling data where Ivanka has, that they want to promote Ivanka more. Um, but it, what's interesting, yeah, they, you know, did you see her speech at the convention? It was incredible. It's like sign her thank you card, sign her thank you card or something like that. So that was an interesting call to action. Um, I think there's obviously very new, so it's being tested. They're using a lot of testimonials. They, so they have some celebrities, but then they also have, I mean, I actually don't know if they're celebrities or not, but. They're just like RNC people, like mm -hmm. supporters. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I think they were speaking at the, I think it says that there. It's interesting. But yeah, they're using, I guess, not just celebrities, but all kinds of people. Um, see, they got the Ivanka speech here. They have another speech here. Six months after President Trump ran in twenty seventeen, he signed the first step act into law. It was real justice reform, and it brought joy, hope, and freedom to thousands of well-deserving people. Ah, hallelujah! I think it's kind of interesting how just in general, like the political ads are just very like into faith and God and people still yeah. believe that stuff, even though like someone like Trump isn't that type of character. It's just, yeah. It's like very interesting how these, like the elections are pure, these core emotions that aren't real. Like, People are like, oh, I'm a big believer of God. I'm just like, I'm pretty sure you haven't gone to church in the last year. <laughs> so it's like, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like it's very weird, but they work. And it's just like, like, I don't know. It, it's just like very interesting as a marketer. Be like these, like kind of what we said before. It's like people still fall for these tricks and people still believe this themselves. Like people are like, oh, I'm very holy. And then like, I'm like, no, I know you're not. Like, you're like, you're, you're, you're not holy. Like, you're like, yeah, like I, I know the stuff you do. It's like, this is not what a religious person would do, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like very interesting to think about. And it's crazy how people have, but this is like a belief. And a belief is what you're tapping into. Because if you believe something yourself, like you would think like, oh, I may be bad today, but tomorrow I'll be good, right? And it's mm -hmm. that sort of thing. But it's very interesting um, how it goes. With, we've been saying like a few episodes, like the core emotions and faith is obviously a big one. Yeah. When you hear them talk, you, there's like power words. Yeah. Throughout, like, like it's a very, you know, obviously very surgically written script with like power words. See, like the joy, hope, free, like all these like desires and very core desires, very emotion, like emotions. Um, those are all very, like, very intentionally, like, why they use those emotions in their wording. Yeah, hallelujah. It's like, it's like a very a religious word. <laughs> yeah, and they probably have, like, a, of course, they yeah. know they're a certain percentage is, you know, super religious or, or would, you know, like that. So, like, every single... And this goes for both campaigns. Every single thing they say is tested, like with polls. Like even the word "accept" or like like these even these very small words. I mean, you know, as like a a lot of clients who work with, they're very into their branding. Like they do polls for almost every single word they use, a lot of the time. So uh, that's something that's really interesting. The word choice is so uh, important in something like this. 
what else we have? Um, yeah, another congratulation. Then they have they have like all the speakers and stuff similar to, you know, how they had Obama and the other ads. They're using testimonials and their speeches. Also, I think it's very topical. Let's scroll down. These are a lot. A lot of these yeah. are. Look at signed MAGA hat. Oh, let's look at this hat. Let's look at this hat. Like this winning campaigns. Oh God, sorry, I meant to say that. But <laughs> this is the guy from uh, uh, My Pillow. This is the guy from what? This is My Pillow CEO. My Pillow. All right, let's check it out. Yeah. He was the one that was like a crack, crackhead. Turkey. Oh, yeah, something like that. He's a really interesting story. Uh, so. Click on where does this ad go to? I want to see. There's a big thing about it where these hats are like made in China. By the way, they only spent 102 hundred dollars on yeah. Go down, yeah. Check for the check this landing page. Enter to win, one that Trump signed. Wow, it's interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that's his real signature that they'll just put on a website like that. The president's signature. <laughs> um, but yeah, look like, okay, first name, last name, email, zip code even, because they want some geography data. Yeah, geography data is so important. Yeah, um, mobile phone number, things like that. You know, and we did this for both, but you know, once you, again, this is another way they have the thank you cards, they have the, oh, tell your story they have oh joe biden might call you yep. all these really interesting ways uh to like make the can feel more human like more like personal there's like uh just really interesting ways to like get an email address you can think of a lot of like if you're a business watching this uh you can think of a lot of cool lead magnet ideas just from watching this so if you're interested in that like kind of click funnels or list building campaign styles there's so many good ideas here Especially now they have like the luxury of they have celebrity, you know, around them. So a signature from, you know, someone like the presidential candidate or a phone call from the presidential candidate is a much huger appeal than a phone call from like the founder of, yeah, of a random company that you don't know. Yeah. So obviously like, you know, not everything is for you, but it, it's just good to get ideas like and ha see how creative they get, um, see the psychology behind it. Maybe do some cameo or something for some, phone call yeah. uh, from a celebrity who enter a chance for that's a good idea actually where it's like hey enter a chance for you know some celebrity to give you a shout out and you just hire a cameo because yeah, yeah that's actually a pretty good idea I don't, that's pretty smart actually <laughs> does cameo work where i can just do a cameo and i write the script to be kind of like a, an endorsement of my company yeah <laughs> i've seen marketers do that and i'm just really? like oh my god yeah there's Jamie a fox is just there's this guy I follow that does, has a Facebook ads company too. And he posted like, oh my God, that's going to endorse him from this. And then someone wrote like, how much was the cameo? And then like, he got angry. I could tell. Cause like, it was so funny because everybody else was like, oh my God, how, how? And he was just yeah. like, not saying anything. Cause obviously it's like, you don't want to say anything. And then like, someone's like, how much was the cameo? And like, you could see that it was cropped perfectly to hide the cameo. And I was just like, this is such like a clown. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. But you it's can smart move though. It's yeah. a clever move. Yeah, of course it works, right? But anyways, if people don't know what Cameo is, if you go to Cameo.com, just go real quick, Eric. Cameo.com is a way for essentially celebrities to 
basically endorse and say whatever you want, right? A lot of people use it as like, hey, get your friend like, hey, Eric, happy birthday, blah, 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 right? But other people have used it like, hey, hey, like for example, hey, Boy Media, I can't believe you guys had such a great year. And then like, it's scripted in a way where it's like, maybe you're talking about working with me, maybe it's not, right? Oh yeah, I know what you mean. It's, yeah, it's like, hey, we had such a great year this year, right? So it's like a marker would be like, hey, look, we kind like not saying we worked with them, but not saying we didn't, right? Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I trust me. I, I've seen this before, and I like I laugh when I look at it. I'm just like, wow, this is so funny because, um, yeah, there's so many. Yeah, yeah. That'd be an interesting lead magnet. Like, oh, how many email addresses you're gonna get from it? You never. I mean, it's funny worth testing. It, I think it, the thing is like, yeah, this could definitely work because Cameo isn't a popular known thing. Mm -hmm. So like. Let's say go up, go to like, um, let's look for some of that's like, whatever athletes, right? Let's go to the athletes where people resonate with athletes a lot. Go to WWE guys. Go to all in athletes. Is there a way to sort by price? I mean, if your target demographic, like, yeah. like Johnny Damon, for example, oh, yeah. Boston, especially if you're a Boston t-shirt company. If you're a Boston t-shirt company, it's like, hey, get Johnny Damon to give you a shout out. hundred bucks for Johnny Damon, for, that's cheap. And then you get tons and tons of entries. Oh, yeah. This um, guy's the biggest name in sports, actually. If you're an Eagles fan, you get this. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, so like, exactly. I don't, I don't know who that is. Brett Favre, right? Favre, yeah, like, what's he doing out there? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a huge one, Brett Favre. Like, even if it's like a Father's Day card, you know what I mean? Like, like click on it. Click on Brett Favre because you, you can see some cameos here too. So, when a chance for Brett, you know, you get a Brett Favre endorsement for. Let's say you sell. Like, look at. Yeah. Hello, Jack. It's Brett Favre. So I understand that you're a Green Bay Packers fan, but you live currently in Massachusetts, surrounded by yeah, you know who Patriot fans. <laughs> Maybe you need to move back to Wisconsin. I don't know. I think the Patriots run is over. Uh, just about Tom Brady, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tough going. I think, but who knows? You can tell that video was made before they signed Cam Newton, but uh, yeah, Cam. But yeah, you see how like this is exactly like what you were saying, Eric. Like great lead into uh getting emails just like hey look we'll get you a uh a signed video from brett Favre for you it only costs you 400 bucks and oh then you get oh i see what you mean oh so so you do a cameo as a you could also i meant like uh you can use it as like influencer content you could do both but yeah oh. I, I, you could do both right sure does, does only fans have any like restrictions against that or something what cameo Oh, only fans, Eric. Uh, not only fans. Oh, what are you thinking? Not about? Oh. Let that part out. I mean, cameo. Does cameo have? Uh, does cameo only have fans. like uh, restrictions against like uh, um, marketing content? I mean, I think they do, but people, like I said, people use it, right? All right, interesting. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, if you, it, I know for a fact, people are like, hey, like they're not gonna say like, oh yeah, like boy media, blah blah blah, blah, blah. like you probably have to like finagle it like a way like working with this company is so great this year was amazing. And it's like, mm -hmm. like as you mentioned before. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty interesting. But yeah. But anyway, it's like going back to this, that's an idea where it's like, Hey, win a signed video by Brett Favre. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you can, you can say it's a cameo, but like it's a, Hey, look, it's a $400, $400 worth of giveaway for free. Right. Or like, um, win a signed hat from a celebrity and you do whatever I think, I don't know what it costs to get an autograph, but. Yeah. yeah there, there's things you can do like like, like it's just a giveaway right yeah yeah 
And like I said, the benefit of that, we obviously went on a big tangent there, but, you know, getting lead magnet, getting that celebrity authority is so powerful, completely transform your brand. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, your cost per lead where, you know, your click-through rates, your cost per lead. We work with some brands that have celebrity uh, endorsements, maybe they're celebrity owned even, and the click-through rates versus on same ad, but you have some stock photo or some model in it versus the same exact ad, but you put a celebrity in it. The click-through rates on the celebrity are always way higher. Like people just click it more. They're just so much more comfortable with it. That's We're why any kind of influencer celebrity you could do with that, that'll help. And anything with like, uh, especially like, like this is such a powerful one because it's the celebrity might have some personal interaction with you. So when say, oh, Joe Biden might call you or Trump might, uh, you know, send you a signed hat. That's really cool. Oh, well, I mean, this one. <laughs> wow. That's so funny. Yeah. So this ad is interesting. I think it's in the inactive one because I saved it several times because this ad is hilarious, but it is like. That's a, so funny. I love that ad. It's just like a funny ad. Yeah. And this is what we're talking about, like, create, like trying creative crazy things trying a lot of different things obviously they tried it and i think they paused it so i'm not sure how well it worked but this is like crazy you know this is funny um obviously humor is like the main appeal here i don't think they're going obviously not going for like a violent thing here like this is like a video game he's like kind of like the mortal Kombat finish him uh throwback i think this is so funny need your help to fight back also the ad copy is pretty solid like contribute any amount before midnight to help our movement um, you know, there's probably no real cutoff for anything. Uh, there's like a fundraising deadline or something, you know, that they could have just made that up, but, yeah. um, it's a good urgency scarcity appeal in that ad copy. Just if you're watching that, but yeah, this image is everything. This image is hilarious. So this is more like that Dr. Squatch, like, like that crazy, uh, hilarious kind of advertising. Interesting. Let's look at one of, uh, so this is another one that we're showing the opponent in an un, you know, kind of an unflattering way. They have more, I guess, from the convention, more testimonials. They do this, they're doing this style a lot. It must be working for them. I'm not sure, but where like it's much, much watch, must watch. They have the banner call to action, watch the video. I wonder if there's a video view campaign almost, and this is a, you know, trying to get a lead campaign, which is interesting, but you know, they're testing different, you know, they're putting a call to action text here. They're putting another and watch the video here, testing a lot. So this is one, like they're trying to make him look older than he is. Yep. But crazy. this, this is hilarious. Look at this. Like you can see how they edited the same photo because both ads are next to each other here. Yep. Yeah. So obviously, you know, they're editing it. Um, they're trying to, you know, attack the opponent as much as possible. You know, yeah, the, this is like completely attack of Midas. Yeah, and you know that I, I imagine that's like they, he has his names for him, Sleepy Joe. Um, yeah, trying to make him look, I guess, weak. So this is another one where, like, that is just straight up, Joe Biden is dangerous for America. They're saying, like, with the big exclamation point, you know, things like that. This almost looks like a pop up, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's exactly, yeah. 
I'm surprised that this is allowed. This is one of those things I'm like, is this allowed? This is very, a lot of texts are also just like very aggressive in mm -hmm. my view. Well, why do you think it would get flagged from a Facebook policy standpoint? It's like, it's like causing fear. It's like a very fear based ad, right? It's kind of like, let's say you're doing like a skincare product, right? It's like your skin's about to fall off. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm, not really, but, or like some, something, like something like, like it's making a claim. You think? It's making a claim. Yeah. But maybe it's not like a health claim, but it's a very dangerous, not dangerous claim, but I guess like, I just think it's like an aggressive type of claim. It's a claim, right? Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. if we cannot let him win. See, that's, see, that would be like fine, right? Because that's kind of like, oh, let's not let him win, right? This is like kind of like when Facebook's like, hey, you can say this, but not this, right? Mm -hmm. Which is kind of like a twist on that. Yeah, I think he gets away with it here because it's not like he's saying – like making some kind of accusation. It's just like a subjective statement is dangerous. Yeah. Like it's not like some statement about something he did that might not be true. Like, in all yeah. where you know, that can trigger people or get flyers and be illegal, I guess. Safely and securely request your ballot today. Yeah, a lot of call to actions for requesting the ballot, um, for donations. This is another one like vote against, they show her so much. Yeah, she triggers people, I think. Well, that's interesting. Like, like, yeah, when you talk about politics, like, I only know her because people get, I guess, triggered by her. And then I see a lot of people love her. Yeah, yeah. I know she's a controversial, all I know about her is she's a controversial figure. She's being put in the same class from the public's eyes as a presidential candidate, a former president. I think it's like uh, one of those things that, that it's like... Um... Yeah, they're definitely afraid of her. She's up and coming and it's one person that can really cause a movement, really. Mm -hmm. And that's why, that's why you think about it. It's like, these are the people that can cause a movement to really sway people because she's, she's very vocal and she's not afraid. Like, obviously there's some politicians out there that have just been in, the, been in the game for years and they still don't say anything. For her, it's yeah. like, I just joined and I'm going to say what I think, which is, I think for Trump and them, it's dangerous. It's like, no, like they want people that don't want to go against them, right? Mm -hmm. But think about, think about people like... Um, I don't know, other, other politicians, right? Trump. Yeah. He just says, like, I mean, so this is where we get a little more, I guess, theoretical, maybe a yeah. little off topic, but, you know, like the reason why, like, people think Trump is a great marketer, um, is how he's controversial, especially look at his ads compared to Joe Biden's. He's using a lot more controversy, very emotional statements, you know, just things like that. He also, if you follow him on Twitter or you see his tweets, you know, he's a very controversial figure. And that controversy, like we talked about in advertising, controversy is great for attention. So that could explain why someone like her, I guess, I think Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, she, she, her success, or I guess her fame, whatever you want to call it, is because she's controversial. So mm -hmm. I, I don't follow politics so closely, but I just know them. Like I know her more than any other politicians because she's controversial. You see her face around, you see people complaining about her on Facebook and Instagram, you see people loving her on social media. So yeah, that's a really interesting point. Just, so if you're an advertiser, you know, politics completely aside, it, obviously when you're being controversial, you wanna be, you know, make it relevant to your brand or something and not just be controversial for the sake of it. But controversy in standing out from the clutter is so important in marketing, especially in social media, that Standing out, yep. it's going to make or break you a lot.
Yep. Standing out is, is key. And and the thing though, is like with anything, like standing out is going to cause people to not like you. And that's sort of the, the game. Like, I think like, think about the best marketers out there. Like mm-hmm. for example, Gary Vaynerchuk, there's a reason why everybody knows Gary Vaynerchuk. He's hated or loved, but still he is probably the best marketer out there that has done something with his actual uh, career and knowledge, like sold companies, mm-hmm. invested in companies in Uber, right? A lot of marketers like, oh my God, like, I can't believe he's saying this. And I'm like, first of all, Gary Vaynerchuk is probably a hundred times more successful than you. <laughs> so it takes like, people, I don't think they realize like how much it actually takes someone to be smart to like own a company. Like Gary Vaynerchuk's company is like hundreds of employees. Like you don't yeah. just do that overnight. And I think like, I talk to marketers and they're like, they have like three to four employees and they're going crazy. I'm just like, and then you're complaining that somebody else is like, Gary Vaynerchuk is like not a great marketer. I'm like, he's hundred times more successful than you. And yeah, you're complaining. The fact about, that you're mentioning him. Yeah. It's like yeah. so funny. Sometimes I think about when people complain, I'm just like, First of all, like you wish, I tell you, like, I'm pretty sure if you were Gary Vaynerchuk, you would be happier. Uh, you just wish that could be you. Yeah. So, and that's a really good point where you mentioned someone like Gary Vaynerchuk, as opposed to someone who's like some viral TikTok or YouTuber. Yeah. So, so Gary Vaynerchuk, like he leverages his celebrity status and his viral status to get business deals and to yep. grow his own business. That's how he started social media with his wine companies and stuff. So he's doing it with a business mindset. Mm-hmm. Whereas especially a lot of like young people, they kind of go viral to be like famous. And they think if they get like all of Gary Vaynerchuk's viral content is related to his business skills somehow in a way that would make him, you know, would forward his mission. Whereas sometimes, you know, a picture of you dancing or a picture of, you know, you know, some crazy viral video of, you know, whatever you want to say, maybe hang gliding or something. If that's not relevant, you want the controversy to be relevant to your goals. Like uh, Dr. Squatch is the best example from an actual actionable direct response marketing standpoint or brands like them because they use the controversy just to get your attention and they it's relatable, it's humorous, uh, it's a way to uh, get your attention and then direct you. While they have your attention, they direct you towards their business goal. And that's a smart way to do controversy. And that's, that's, we want to talk about that. Obviously uh, it's not super, it, it's a huge takeaway of these elections and politics and just media in general, really media is how you should look at it. Like you see the, just, I want to, I, I wanted to bring that up when we see AOC because like, she's a huge example of that in politics, but it applies so much everywhere else in business or media. Yeah. And even then I think it's so important to be, um, a celebrity of sorts for these sort of stuff because just your likeness likeness is going to get you more votes or attention mm-hmm. and that's the reason why celebrities are starting their own brands because just that pure likeness is giving them uh, attention mm-hmm. and and i think it's gonna uh, it's gonna get harder if you don't like stand out and have like a following there's got to be people that love you because no matter what you'll be able to sell something yeah and, and there's like a famous comedian or i think she owned the comedy club or something She's like, if you want to be a star, half the people have to love you and half the people have to hate you. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people just want everyone to like them. I think it's like, I used to think that too. And I'm now I'm just very like, Hey, people are going to like us no matter, like me, no matter what I say. And like, I'm just going to be myself. And that's sort of how it's helped me much better. Um, just in general. And, and mm-hmm. I think it's very, it's very hard to just like be liked by everybody because you ha- everybody has their opinion and not everybody agrees with you. Yeah. It's like kind of like we see right now with e-commerce marketing, Eric, like 
look at Facebook or Twitter, there's some marketers that like, I don't like, but you like, right. But that's fine. Like, yeah, it's, I'm like, Oh, this guy so sucks. And you're like, no, he's actually good. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. all right, whatever. Sure. Like, like I have my own opinion. I'm like, you have your opinion. It's like, fine. It's like, I think this market is the best. Right. And like, obviously I think, you know, who I think is the best, like Russell, Ezra, like my two top dogs. <clears throat> but there's some other ones, like there's some other marketers out there that are like making noise. And I'm like, and then they're asking questions like, Hey guys, how do you spend? Like, how are you scaling? to like 200k a month i'm like what like i thought you were spending more money than that but you're just you talk a big game like you are <laughs> yeah like they'll have an ad saying they did this success story and then yeah. in a facebook a marketing facebook <laughs> they'll say like hey how do i turn on this basic thing in facebook yeah, yeah. All right buddy yeah i'm like what like i'm like when i see people like asking bait like and i see these like top marketers saying like oh i'm doing this and then they're like oh like how does that pixel work i'm just like oh i was like this is so crazy when, when people yeah. The, the, I think I saw one recently where they're talking about like cold audiences and then they're like, yeah, like I don't exclude the like warm retargeting audiences or something like that. Right. Because they just, like, yeah. and then someone's like now, and then someone wrote like, Oh, do you know like how the pixel works? Because like, let's say you drive traffic to like a cold audience, then they become warm. And if you're not excluding them, then Facebook will target them again. in that sort of same cold audience. And people are like, Oh, I didn't realize that. I'm like, this is the basic, like, marketing that's why you have different buckets of funnel i'm like yeah. and people think of you as like some pro i'm like you not know how things work it's just like so wild to me yeah that's interesting let's look at we looked at their ads a long time and like you saw the fear appeals it uses like images of like you know he calls them things like corrupt and stuff emotions you see a lot more see like stats and stuff on the biden side of things or they both do like personalized incentives like like oh you get an autograph for a phone call that was pretty cool in there that's we'll talk more about that in the funnels um you saw the storytelling ad copy i saw it on a lot of ads here like this is what i mean by the storytelling i don't know if we've talked about it but like he's whenever i rode the train back home from delaware uh while i was in the senate i would see lights like he's talking about a story whereas if you see the trump ad it's my campaign just told me we make we cannot, you know, let a sleepy Joe win or whatever. Um, overall, like, like obviously they both use emotion. They both maybe tell us a story, but you see a lot more like this one promises like all caps, exclamation points, you know, a lot more emotion on this side where a lot more storytelling on the other side. Yeah. Like you saw a lot of that, all these things in their ads. And by the time you see, um, you know, like I said, they're running so many ads. So by the time this podcast even comes out or this YouTube video, uh, could be completely different so yeah that's why you should watch the video and yeah. and see the ads that they're running so yeah. the marketing principles uh, stay the same though yeah it's just creatives like creatives always change and just sort mm -hmm. of showing it differently all yeah. right and we're looking at their funnels a little more we talked about a lot but what we're really going to talk about is from an actual e-commerce or i guess direct response marketing perspective both sides are doing things that are very smart and like I said, obviously their ads have the lead magnet or like something like you win something or you get a phone call or even just donate. So one I actually wanted to bring up, I think it was the Biden one where I saw it. Uh, I was definitely one of the Trump ones where I saw, it. I'll just click one of them for now. Um, which one? Let's click one of the sign up ones. Cause then they have upsells and stuff, official poll. I mean, this is like a, 
So I'm going to go ahead and click this. If you want to blur it out in the video, because my information will be here. But um, of course, I'm not saying I will or not. I'm just clicking this just to see the response. <laughs> uh, submit my response. So immediately, you know, deadline extended conveniently. Um, they're trying to upsell your contribution zero. Your contribution is zero dollars. They're trying like like a very emotional, like a funny way they phrase that. Smart way to phrase it. Deadline extended, you know, by how convenient. You see what that is. Like make this recurring monthly, like a cert, like, like so whatever you donate is like kind of a donate upsell. So after you gave your information uh, to sign whatever it is say, or whatever it was uh, or do the poll, they upsell you, especially when you click yes. I'd be interested to see if they have a different response if you click no. Oh, actually, we'll just check that out, but we'll go through something else. Yeah, let's see. You're going to mess up their data. I uh, know it's the same thing. I don't know if that's, it says July EOM extended, 600. Yeah. A lot of stuff. But yeah, it looks like they have more ad copy. Uh, I guess that's just probably you know, it's boilerplate. Legal, legal copy. Upgrade to first lady and President Trump donor list. And it's like shaking. Yeah. So this is interesting. They have offers. They have higher numbers, but they want the $500 one. They want to focus. That's like that middle offer. And our boy Jason talks about that a lot. Yep. Like, you think, oh, the little one is too small. The big one's too outrageous, but the middle one. It's like, oh, that's just right. Yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, they have the auto check select monthly for that recurring revenue. That's a smart, it's a smart move. But of course, they, you see it before as you scroll. President Trump, you've been selected. End of month cash blitz now. I don't get that one. Join the, oh, I click, think it's just. Uh, click on the $500 one. I want to see if that updates. Okay, so it automatically. Oh, interesting. I, I thought it was a cash prize, like you win a cash prize if you donate. I don't know if that's even legal, but. Uh, no, yeah, it's I basically mean, like, basically what they're doing is it's not recurring, but like on the 31st, you're going to donate another 500 bucks, like a one time. Oh, so Extra, like you almost donate a thousand then. Yeah, but like you don't donate it right now, you donate it on the 31st. And this could be a completely arbitrary thing they do just to get more. Uh, this, is, this, is a, this is an interesting offer too, because like you can, it's kind of like a payment plan. It's like, hey, look, like here's an additional thing you're going to do, but you're not going to get charged okay. now. You're going to charge later. You see, it's, yeah. So remove the monthly, right? The, yeah, so I have one minute, Eric. Oh, um, yeah. oh you have one minute? Okay. Um, but, but, yeah, like, uh, but yeah, that's a great, that's actually a pretty smart idea, Eric. Like, like let's say you have like an ebook that's like, hey, look, you want the ebook, but maybe you don't want to pay for it now. Okay, we'll give you the offer for 30 bucks and then one month from now, we'll charge you the extra. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, or $1 now and yeah. you don't want to return it. You don't want to cancel it in seven days. We'll yeah. charge you the $27. Exactly, yep. <laughs> Exactly. I know what you're thinking and exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> it says your total impact yeah. too. Like, like, so when you do the subscription, they show your impact. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's interesting. I guess, I don't know if that's the six times or. I think it's the six time thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, cool. Um, let's also go back before, I don't know if you realized earlier in the video, like I went to exit and they had a pop-up to stop me. Yeah. I love that pop-up. I saw it too. And I was like, this is so clever. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's so smart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they basically, they hit all the things. By the way, that was a very mobile optimized landing page. You can tell if I was on 
Yeah, it's um, like so left aligned. Yeah. Look at that. Like if I was on a mobile phone, it would focus just on this. Very smart. Um, yeah. Oh, there it is. Official notes. See, I scrolled up to hit the X button. So that there's an exit intent pop up. So when you scroll up on the screen, it sends you. It thinks you're leaving the site. It'll send official notice, which by the way seems like very very serious. Um, it's incomplete. Finish now, and it just brings you back. So that's interesting. And I think Biden is a similar one. So let's click one. It's a Russia country. They have like a similar survey and upsell funnel. I think it was that story one. Oh, he wants to hear from you. What's the story? That's a really, I like this lead magnet, the what's your story lead magnet. So I'm just going to throw yeah, this. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, healthcare. Just, I'm a, I don't want to mess with their data. Sorry, Biden campaign. Eh. Submit it. Um, looks like this one doesn't have, I, I know there was one I submitted and they had like a survey funnel that goes into a donation. So it doesn't have it on this one. That was interesting, but yeah, they definitely have one if you're looking at their, you know, but they're both doing it is my point. Like they're both doing mobile optimize that less is more emotional appeals in the copy of the landing pages. You noticed, um, exit intent pop-ups and they have post sign up upsell funnels in many cases. Yep. Um, should we wrap it up then or yeah yeah that's that's yeah i think that's a great episode lots of stuff here 2020 election Eric, i think we did a great job going over everything uh i think people will learn a lot here so just take it out and like like look at for all the marketing principles that they're using um because with this it's really interesting because they're trying to target everybody in the u.s so you can see that they're using everything they can because everybody responds a little bit differently so that's yeah. all i have to say and one quick message is like there's so much emotion involved. It's not really a purchase. It's more of like a trust and abstract emotion involved and emotion is everything in advertising. So, you know, as you're looking at the election cycle, just from an advertising standpoint, be mindful of the different ways they use emotion from everything, whether it's a speech or an interview to an actual advertisement, because you can learn so much about just like marketing and building like trust and stuff, but like they, like all their money is into consultants you know, trust consult, like they have a consultant for every little thing. Like I said, it's like the Super Bowl of direct response marketing. So everything they do is very calculated. So it, it's a great as a marketer to learn from. Yep. Perfect. Thanks guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Like I said, rate us on iTunes and like us, subscribe on, on uh, YouTube. Thanks guys. Bye-bye. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.